0: Welcome, Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk chilies, fast food, and food labels with Oprah's favorite things, Matt Revage, Doug Amber, Doug Amber, and Chef Des. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Welcome, Fit Clubbers. We are back. we got a special show, guys. Uh, my name is Saka Smith, as always, but I've got some... A whole new panel here, guys. I'm without a co-host today, but we got Chef Des, we got Matt Revage, and we got Doug Amber. This is a vegan chef. Um, how many years have you been um, a vegan chef?
1: Um, I've been a vegan chef for one year. I've been vegan and cooking now for four years.
0: So we we got we got, we got <laughs> a lot to talk about here. We're really excited. We got some food on the table. And we got Matt Revage, uh, CEO of Yeti Houseware Appliance, but also amazing fitness dynamo who just dropped like what 50 pounds 29 <laughs> 29 pounds. <laughs> it sounds like 50 to me <laughs> uh, we have got to talk about that you did that in how many weeks eight weeks eight weeks amazing amazing and of course we got doug amber also investor of yeti houseware appliance and you dropped a lot of weight as well
2: 45 45 yeah, yeah. pounds
0: wow so we got a lot to talk about guys um but before we get into all of that a little bit of sad news if you guys have been watching fit club for a while you guys know we started with a host her name is fallon mercedes but I want you, want you guys to know. Unfortunately, her mom needs a double lung transplant, and they're not covering it. So we you know the health outcomes in this country are not so great. So hopefully, you guys can pitch in. Um, her website is Nancy Breeze again. Again, that's Nancy Breeze again. Show a little support for Fallon. Uh, she was just an amazing contributor to the show. She's been awesome, always supporting. So hopefully, we can show her a little bit of support back. Unfortunate news, but um, you know, hopefully, we guys can have a nice little community of support for her. So. But I will, we have to move on. Fallon, hopefully you're listening, and uh, hopefully we we make that happen for you. Uh, But let's talk about chilies and cutting the risk of death. Uh, So it turns out this new study, which is all over the Internet, people are wild about it, because who doesn't love a little bit of hot food? (laughs) Um, But it looked at 23,000 people um, and looked at their health and monitored their eating And it turns out those that were having chilies at least four times a week, it looks like they lowered their risk of death from heart attack by 40% and lowered the risk of um, death by stroke by over 50%. Hmm. Again, it's an observational study, but it certainly says a lot. And, you know, I always wonder, what are sort of the superfoods that are really beneficial for us to be having and including every week? I try to do a few myself. Chilies are one of them for me, um, you know, for the weight loss <laughs> effect. Um, but for you as a vegan chef, what are some of those things that you like to make sure that are in there for your clients to get some nutrients?
1: I like to add anything that's easy, like easy easy switch-outs, yeah. uh, especially turmeric. Yeah. Like turmeric, you could just add to anything. Yeah. Um, I cook a lot with spirulina and sea moss and I like to just switch out you know easy things like if a recipe calls for flour try to use a coconut flour yeah. or almond flour or arrow powder and yeah. just um, easy switches
0: all those sort of anti-inflammatory yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. nice I love that uh, how about you, you uh, and when you dropped all that weight was there anything you relied on was there something that you said oh wait this is working better than something else you know
3: so, my go-to food was ground turkey, um, salmon, shrimp, in the mornings, eggs, and steel-cut oats. Yeah. And then I noticed about seven weeks into the challenge, so there was only one week left, I cut out all sodium. I started to yeah. look at every label, and mm-hmm. if it had sodium, I wasn't having it. Yeah. And I dropped maybe... 10 pounds that last week when I cut out all the sodium
0: yeah sodium is one of those tricky things it's in so much stuff and then we have so many things we don't even pay attention to it but it, it really affects our weight big time mm-hmm. uh, and then how about you you lost so you have 49 pounds
2: 45, 45 yeah I don't want to exaggerate <laughs> but um no I, what I did I thought was nothing short of miraculous in that I followed a vegan diet and then within 120 days it was just melted off yeah um my go-to was steel cut oats I made it in the Yeti pressure cooker. It takes about six minutes and just home runs. Easy, you know, uh, filled me up for the rest of the day. And uh, you know, it. Not hard, not hard. What, what,
0: what sparked, for both of you, what sparked that, like, I'm going to lose this weight right now? Like, you said, I'm going to take eight weeks, I'm going to do this challenge. But, like, how do you get to that point where you're like, I'm going to do this thing?
3: <laughs> so, for me, about two years ago, my girlfriend moved in with me, yeah. and I gained about 20, 30 pounds. <laughs> comfortably. Yeah. Yes, and then I signed up for this gym at 45, and they had an eight-week challenge. I said, mm-hmm. this is it. Mm-hmm. i got to lose this weight. I've had it too long and i figured i might as well use my yeti appliances to cook all my meals and meal prep during the eight week challenge so i followed along their nutrition app they have but instead of cooking in a microwave or an oven i cooked it in our air fryer and our pressure cooker and worked out every day consistently and the weight just started to fly off
0: nice and you did you have group workouts
3: group workouts okay they're kind of like crossfit High intensity interval workouts yeah. um, men women people of all ages yeah. they're fun they're efficient only 45 minutes oh, so nice. for someone well, like good. me yeah the time is, ve- is very valuable to me yeah. so i loved it
2: and then for you for me i was just looking in the mirror and i looked i looked terrible <laughs> but your answer yeah. was like
3: i'm going vegan because that's pretty drastic you know yeah. i had
2: a girlfriend at the time so i'd go three day stretches seven yeah. day stretches yeah. and i felt better yeah. i felt like i had more energy and I started to lose weight. Yeah. So my eyes were puffy, my joints hurt. I just, I went in, yeah. I did two years and I never looked back.
0: And things are just getting better, so yeah. Things are just
2: getting better, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm really happy for it.
0: Nice. Uh, well, something that might help us all do a little bit better is exercise advice on food labels. And I, I initially thought I'd be for this, but now I'm not so sure because some, adv- um, some anti-advocates have come out and said maybe this is not a great thing. Um, but out of the UK, a UK study um, looked at these things called PACE labels. Physical activity calorie equivalent labels. So you might see something like a chocolate bar with 230 calories that says it's going to take 23 minutes of walking, or 23 minutes of running, or 46 minutes of walking to burn this off. Which sounds like okay, great. Like now I'm going to kind of know what I need to do to afford this (laughs) caloric intake. But people with eating disorders, or advocating on people on behalf of eating disorders, are saying that this might actually promote those because it gives a earn it or burn it attitude when it comes to your food. And it also goes, it kind of incentivizes you to look at calories versus nutrients. And so I want to know where you guys fall in this debate. Do you think it's a good thing? And they're saying that the UK study says it looks like people will probably eat 200 less calories a day. And especially in the US, we know obesity is a huge problem. Is it worth it if we're getting that result? Or are we going to find that we're kind of feeding into this eating disorder mentality?
1: I I really think that it would promote an eating disorder. But also, I think it's kind of a necessary, like a necessary evil to have in the U.S. Um, we need to know how much we're eating. Maybe in other countries, they don't need it. Yeah. Um, and you can look at it from the eating disorder uh, perspective. But in the U.S., we're eating way too much. And I I think that we don't realize where a normal person should know to just balance their diet And know how much to eat but I I really think in the US that's
0: we haven't really been taught it yeah yeah Yeah,
1: exactly so maybe that will teach us
0: yeah and this would be an additional label so wouldn't be replacing we'd we'd be an additional so you'd still have your nutrient count and all that stuff there but this would be an additional label how about you guys for Uh, this (laughs) and not for it
3: for me personally I think it would help I think the more information I have Mm. you know the better I can achieve my goals I think they should maybe poll people with eating disorders and ask them actually what they think. I don't yeah. know what they think and how it would affect them.
0: Yeah, how about you?
2: I think it's a, such a sensitive, politically charged topic. But at the okay. same time, if I'm not moving my body, I'm going to eat less because yeah. I know that, hey, I am i can't burn that off. So I think it would help people in in the days they're not as maybe active.
0: So you think personally it would be good for you?
2: It would be good, yes, for, for me personally.
0: Cool. Yeah.
1: And also, is it only on junk food or is it on all food?
0: I think it would be for all food, just kind of letting you know. Cause I,
1: yeah.
0: For me, I'm like, great, but maybe I might get an eating disorder. Because <laughs> you know, by the time you yeah. get to your cart and you're at the checkout, you're like, oh, i got to do like 300 years of working yeah. out for <laughs> this <laughs> food. Like, I don't know if it's going to make me not get it or just be really dejected and like, want to figure out some sort of shortcut. Like, what do, You know, If you get to the yeah. end in your shopping cart, there's no way you can reach the workout of uh-huh. what you bought. You know, it would be interesting if they tallied up how many minutes you owe them at the end, too. (laughs) (laughs) Your bill's 100 bucks, but you also owe, like, you know, 500 minutes of working out if you want to burn this food. But but you guys are sort of, like, want to see more.
2: Yeah. I want to see more. I want to see what people's opinions are that, you know, maybe have a problem with that. Well,
0: you guys have a recipe book. Do you think you'd want to throw in something like that in the recipe book? Maybe put equivalents of how many minutes of working out.
3: I'd be open to trying it. Yeah. They're having a recipe book specific for specifically for people who work out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here you guys. Here's this information. It might help you.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a good idea, especially when you have recipes that are sort of common that people are. You know, hamburgers and French fries. Mm-hmm. Then people will start to go, "Well, okay, I know it from this, so I don't. You know, I don't need to see it everywhere, but at least I now have it in my head how much it is to work off. Mm-hmm. Possibly. <laughs> um, but another another study. Uh, talking about more about sort of fast food and what we're eating. Children who live near fast food restaurants are more likely to be obese. So it's from the Journal of Things we already knew, but it's, <laughs> it's good to get this stuff kind of quantified. Um, this is out of the Journal of Obesity run by the Cleveland Clinic, uh, the Children's Cleveland Clinic, funded by the NIH. But they looked at 3.5 million children over a four-year period, and they found that those that were, lived at least a half-city mile block away from the closest fast food restaurant were 2.5%, between 25 and 4.4% 4.4%. less likely to be obese. So that's about .025 miles away, which I thought was good. And I don't think about that kind of stuff. You know, I don't have kids, so, you know, when you're you're moving and kind of what area you're in, even for myself, I don't think about that kind of stuff. Maybe it's better to be further away from the bad food. Um, Do you guys think about that? Do you contemplate that? Did you have to avoid places when you guys were on your,
3: you know, your losing-the-weight mission? (laughs) Definitely had to avoid places. But I think, yeah, the less opportunity, if it's not near you, you're less likely to go there. Yeah. So...
2: I mean, growing up, I lived near BK and McDonald's, so I was a victim of this. <laughs> so that was yeah. a start. <laughs> it set a bad pattern. Yeah, that's yeah. what I know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: And for, you, and for you with kids, like, how do you... Have you thought about it? Would, do you look at the different places in your neighborhood?
1: Well, it's hard because, I mean, living in L.A. and living in San Diego, there's just... There's Everything. fast food on every corner. Yeah. So it's hard to get away from. And my daughter, she's never had McDonald's, yeah. but she always asks for McDonald's. Like, our kids always know... Yeah, how do kids know?
0: Do they hear it from their friends? Because even if they don't taste it themselves, they still know they want it. Yeah, you know? I think the
1: marketing for it <laughs> yeah, is just good. that good. Um, but, yeah, we we just try to stay away from all the fast food. Do
0: you veganize it, or do you try to make it healthy? Like, So she gets, like, a hamburger, but it's not that kind of hamburger, Yeah. You
1: know? Oh, yeah, we go to Plant Power. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, We go to the vegan fast food places where I think it's a little bit um, uh, not as bad. Yeah. And... If she really wants a burger, then we'll make a burger at home. Yeah. And we'll try to do, like, a veggie patty and, you know, just anything healthy that she wants. Then yeah. we'll do fries in the air fryer. And, I mean, she still gets her crispy fries. <laughs> yeah. And she's happy.
0: Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah, well, definitely something to consider when you have kids because, you know, just the mere proximity to a place mm-hmm. can really change their lives. And our last, our last story is about plastic being a threat to your health. Um, and there's a researcher out of Harvard T. H. Chan School of Public Health talking about sort of the different things in plastic that leach into our foods. And a lot of us are sort of unsure. At least I was like, I don't know how much chemicals I'm getting through the way I'm storing my food or cooking my food. Um, but what are we talking about? Phthalates and bisphenol A are the two that everyone talks about. They're endocrine disruptors. They play with our hormones. But what a lot of companies have done to go BPA-free, I've seen on every bottle, I've seen it everywhere, but they're replacing a lot of stuff with chemicals that are also endocrine disruptors but don't have the marketing thing in our brain that we go, oh, that's bad for us. Mm -hmm. You know, for a while they're replacing BPA, BPA with BPS, which is even worse. You know, so things are a little bit behind the times. And I'm just sort of like, wait a minute, how does the average person figure out what to, how to cook, um, what to store the food in. It, so I don't know if you guys had any tips or tricks. I know that you guys were really concerned about using Teflon versus ceramic. And so I, I was trying to figure out what other things can I do to protect my food.
2: I would say 100 percent go ceramic go glass Mm -hmm. take it back 50 100 years what do we use back then you know all this new stuff may sound great and just like the steroid you know kind of uh trend there is always beat the test yeah um take it back 50 years yeah yeah yeah. um the air fryer that we have has a ceramic coating and that was something you know matt and bobby who's not here also a founder We're very, very adamant about having, you know, the alternative to Teflon nonstick, so... Yeah. For me, it's glass,
3: stainless steel, and avoid plastic. So,
0: yeah, so when you do, like, your meal prep, are you using, like, glass containers? Yes. Yeah. 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 And how about you?
1: Yeah, I think we're all on the same page. Like, glass is number one. Like, with having a kid, I get the ones with the silicone around it to kind of protect it. Um, but glass, and like he said, yeah, like any, like 50 years ago, what do we use? Yeah. You know, we're using stainless steel, I use an iron skillet to cook a lot of things mm-hmm. in, um, and the ceramic, like the vintage, um, the vintage cooking dishes that we used to use, yeah. like those are really good too.
0: Yeah. I'm totally switching it up because when I, when I read that they were replacing the harmful stuff with stuff that's even yeah. more harmful and it just like <laughs> blows my mind. Yeah. It's crazy that we have to deal with this as consumers. And, and here I am like the host of a fitness show so I, I get to read this stuff but the average consumer misses out on so mm-hmm. much of this stuff as well too so I don't know it's a dangerous world we're living mm-hmm. in but what I am excited about is a little bit of food I wanted to do like a little bit of holiday thing that you can make at home that was simple and easy and you got a nice vegan recipe this vegan pie that I think came from your recipe yeah. book yes. so, yeah. but we don't know how long to work out to run it off
3: so. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah tell us a little bit what you did here
1: Okay, so I did use this recipe from the book. I switched up a few things. I, I like to do, like I said, like easy switches. So I'm using the... I don't know how to even pronounce Le-conto. that. Lakanto. Lakanto. Okay, I use this all the time, but it's really? a monk fruit. Yeah.
0: Do you, kn- do you know that they're one of my sponsors?
1: I didn't know okay, that. Okay, that's amazing.
0: That's yeah, okay. I, know. I didn't Great.
1: know that. Yeah, I, lo- I get it out of sprouts. I love it. Um, it's a monk fruit sweetener. Um, I like to use the golden one. And so I'll use this. It's zero calories. Um, what is it? Zero glycemic. And so I switched that out instead of just regular sugar. Um, I'm doing, I think the recipe calls for peaches, mm-hmm. but uh, I did apples, because those are more in season right yeah. now for the holidays. Instead of cornstarch, you can use arrowroot Arrowroot powder.
0: Nice.
1: Um, I think that's all I switched out. I did use like a gluten-free. Pie crust oh, as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, and really? I, I really wanted to try that out in the air fryer, yeah. and it worked so good.
0: Nice. Yeah. Perfect.
1: My daughter ate, like, two of those. <laughs> <That> <laughs> she has awesome. a lot of working out. She's going to have to do that. how
0: long did it take in the air fryer?
1: Uh, only 12 minutes. What? Yeah. <laughs> Where, you know, if you think about it, in the oven, that would have taken, you would have had to wait for your oven to preheat, and mm. then probably, like, 25 minutes yeah. in the oven, and then it wouldn't have, it has a really nice, like, crispiness to it, <laughs> which I don't think you would have gotten in the oven either.
0: Oh, that's, well, I'm probably eating that later, yeah. so... <laughs>
2: uh,
0: And so what I I kind of forgot to mention this, but, you know, mentioned at the top, but Matt, Doug, they just got listed on Oprah's favorite things for their pressure cooker. And they have this whole appliance line. I met them right before, you know, this announcement came out. And I was super excited about their appliances. And uh, amazing to know that Oprah is also excited about their appliances. Uh, I want to find out how how was that process? You know, was the anticipation? Were you nervous? Uh, How did that go?
3: We were nervous. We were excited. We submitted the pressure cooker to a representative from her team about two months before the list came out, and they had to try it, use it, and we got a text about, I'd say, a month in saying, I just made the best tasting chicken ever, (laughs) and we were like, yes, and they're like, it was so tender. This thing is amazing, blah, 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 and we knew we were in. (laughs) Oh,
0: nice, nice. Yeah. And so... With the fitness aspect of, like, the air fryer and things like that, how, how have you incorporated that for your food? Because I, I love that you was able to make this, and it was quick and simple and easy.
3: The air fryer, I keep it simple. Yeah. Put a breast of chicken in, turn it on for 10 minutes at 400 degrees, take it out, little lemon... Salt and pepper. That's it. that's it. Keep it simple. And did,
0: did you send them that the air fryer? Because the air fryer is amazing. I didn't send them the air fryer. Yeah. Next year we'll get to that. Don't worry. <laughs> that like, cool, was like One thing at a time.
2: <laughs>
0: and how about you? How, how have you been using this for your, your healthy meals as well?
2: I would say it just as a time saver, you know. And you know, Des has cut her time in half. Yeah. You know, for me, I'm I'm a busy guy. Efficiency is everything. I cut the time in half.
0: Yeah, and you're doing oats in the steel-cut oats. Yeah, right?
2: six minutes, yeah. it's done. Um, you know, like I said before, it keeps me energized for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: What What has been, um, as entrepreneurs, your biggest challenge um, with with this appliance company and also motivating people to
3: cook at home and eat healthier? Hmm, the biggest challenge? Yeah. Staying in inventory. <laughs> That's good
2: um, I mean, I would you know jump in and say this. Just as the microwave and the toaster oven are now in everybody's homes, I feel like the pressure cooker and the air fryer are that next generation. And also, it's the healthier alternative. You yeah. know, the microwave is garbage to me. I, I, it yeah. changes the food. It's, it's bad for you. Yeah. So this is the alternative to that. And you're not losing out, you know? Yeah.
3: yeah. I would say when I started this business... Everybody knew what a microwave and a toaster was. Everyone had one. Mm -hmm. Maybe two out of 10 people knew what an electric pressure cooker was and what an air fryer was. Now, eight out of 10 people know what an electric pressure cooker and an air fryer is. the microwave and the toaster they're going to be replaced this is the evolution of the kitchen appliance industry yeah. so in my opinion everybody will have at least one of these two products in their kitchen within the next five years
0: yeah no i i agree because i've seen the trend and it's not even just a trend it's just a better product the air fryer's is no. a better thing it's a
3: better yeah it's a better device it's yeah. healthier more versatile yeah
2: i would say this you know to sum up people care about what they put in their bodies now whether they're mm-hmm. vegan or keto or paleo They take the time in their conscious, uh, that awareness, that mindfulness, it transcends their lives into the food they put in their body. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: And how how did you come to being vegan?
1: To being vegan? Um, I was eating chicken wings one day, and I was like, (laughs) uh, I was just like eating it, and I had thought about going vegan before, and then I kind of was like, no, you know, I like the food too much. You know, I I didn't really um, process yet. And I was eating it, and then, like, I was eating the little ligaments and whatever else <laughs> in chicken wings that we all love so much. And I oh, just put it down, and I was like, yeah. And then that was it. And that was and it? And just cold turkey. Oh, yeah. wow. And my daughter was one at the time, so she's pretty much been vegan her whole life,
0: too. <laughs> well, vegan by default. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. And so, but any, any thoughts of going vegan? I know we had a little... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> any
3: thoughts of going vegan for you now? After our conversation, I'm considering... <laughs> <it. laughs> You, you you told me about the benefits and, you know, to take care of my future. Maybe I'll become a vegan now, so I'm healthier, have better skin, better hair in the future, internally be more healthier, but I'll let you know tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, how, how do I feel about yeah.
0: tomorrow? <laughs> uh, what has been your biggest challenge as a vegan cook and cooking for non-vegans?
1: Um, I don't cook for non-vegans. I mean, I do, but I what I do is... I don't cook food that's not vegan.
0: So. No, 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 yeah, I'm saying how do you cook for them, or what's the challenge in making them something that you know they'll still like?
1: Oh, I yeah. my staple is making people nostalgic food. Mm. So mm. I love making mac and cheese. <laughs> I make a, good, <laughs> yes. like a really good vegan mac and cheese. I love making tacos, uh, arroz con leche, which oh, is yeah, like yeah. a rice pudding that everyone grew up eating. And I make it vegan, and people will eat my food, or they'll say, like, oh, no, I can't eat that because, like, I can't have dairy. i like, like, no, like, what? it's all vegan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to do a little thing with you guys. It's called Fit Club 5. So I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions, and we're going to get, you know, the first thing on your mind. So here we go, guys. Um, we'll start. We'll go around like this. Last person you texted.
2: Matt. Doug,
0: <laughs>
1: Alondra.
0: <laughs> um, your dream dinner guest, alive or dead?
3: Wow. Michael Jordan. No comment. No comment? <laughs> dream dinner guest. My girlfriend. Oh, There you go. Oh, my <laughs> mom. Oh, I
0: love that. Um, last meal. You just said last meal you ate. Steel
3: cut oats. Oh, nice. Yeah. Whole foods, turkey, yams, and a sprinkle of quinoa.
0: Oh, sprinkle of quinoa. Yeah. I really like
3: yeah. those cars.
1: I had a buffalo chicken wrap from Veggie Grill. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <the way> here. <laughs>
0: What's your favorite junk food?
2: I like all candy. Yeah, I'm a, I have a sweet tooth and anything dessert-oriented, for sure. Pizza.
1: Yeah, I have desserts, sweet desserts. tooth, for sure. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and if you were on death row, what would your last meal be?
2: Wow. Um, I'd say just a big pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Give me your
3: largest pizza, please. Yeah, sweet potato fries cooked in the Yeti air fryer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stipulation.
1: <laughs> Yeah, anything fried, anything fried. You I want to know really? what. Though. Okay. What? All right, I would do, I would do some fried tofu with some teriyaki
0: sauce. Ooh. Yeah. What? Your last meal, fried tofu with teriyaki yes, sauce. I like That's tofu. it. That's how you're going yes. out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Well, hopefully you got to know a little bit about all of, <laughs> all of you. Fried tofu with teriyaki <laughs> sauce. Oh man, but I, I want to thank you guys for joining me. This was amazing. Um, learned so much from you guys. And where can we find more about the yeti um, air fryer? Or the um, Yeti, all the Yeti appliances. you get the pressure cooker, the air fryer oven, the air fryer, and are we getting like a press? And the sous vide. The sous
3: vide. And is there going to be a grill, grill coming? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. That as well. Um, www.yetihousewearappliances.com, amazon.com, just type in Yeti Housewear, you'll see all the products. Our Instagram, at Yeti Housewear, and Oprah's favorite things list.
0: Yeah. And where can they find you personally online?
2: Uh, I'm at at M. Nice. Um, Instagram yeah. that's a controversy in it itself um, just <laughs> at Yeti House where if you DM you'll get me Yeah, yeah. and where can they find you?
1: Um, I'm at Stellar.des and my cafe is at Stellar.cafe
2: nice and then w-
0: before we go we gotta try this let's all give this a little oh try
1: gosh,
0: I hope it's good let's go let's pass it around for sure yeah, for yeah, sure yeah. Okay. <laughs> it looks great let's see yeah this is this is gonna be, you know, about the air fryer and you. So oh. <laughs> everyone here will be judged,
1: <laughs> right? Mm. Mm. I had this and earlier today, so I knew it was gonna be.
3: Good. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It is light and flaky too. Mm-hmm.
0: Man, vegan. Yeah. Vegan. Yeah. All vegan and gluten, <laughs> free and gluten free.
1: Vegan, gluten oh, wow.
0: free. This is how we do it. we got to get an applause. Let me get a round of, a, a round of applause. Let's <laughs> right <laughs>
1: go.
0: there we go. <laughs> well, guys, again, thank you so much for joining me. Okay. Where can they find you online?
1: At Stellar.des.
0: And you guys can find me as always, Shaka Smith, Shaka Strong on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. We'll see you guys next week.
3: On behalf of our BHL staff,